Hello, this is Angelique, and you're listening to We're Booked Up, a segment of the Gaston Speaks podcast where Kendall, Andrew, and I discuss books. For this episode, we'll be discussing... <laughs> <laughs> For this... Freudian slip! <laughs> For this episode, we'll be discussing November 9, a new adult romance by Colleen Hoover. There will be spoilers. Yeah, but definitely first... don't edit that, by the way, because it's too perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but first, what, we have... what have we been reading or watching? Kindle. Oh, you're Kindle, both looking for at me. <laughs> um, what have I been reading? Honestly, this book, and then I started next month's book because we have all had just sickness after sickness. Oh. It's been rough. Uh, what am I watching? Mostly TikToks because they're short and I can be distracted easily. <laughs> I've sent Angelique like 50 over the last past 48 hours. <laughs> um, and oh, uh, I'm watching the British version of Ghosts, and it's hilarious it is amazing yeah it's 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 I really like it's, it's, be- it's better than the one on cbs and i'm but not, that one's I'm, still good though i'm sure it's good yeah i, well, I know it's good i've watched the first yeah, couple episodes yeah. i'm not a British. anglophile there's the word there it is yeah i'm not so i will choose american office over british office but the british ghosts is better awesome we do own the british ghosts um oh. the season one here at the library and we're also getting i think soon season one of ghosts from cbs so you can actually check both of them out and watch both of them which is awesome mm-hmm. it's a good show good show all right andrew um so watching has been i don't know i mean i've been one of those modes where i'm just watching old stuff because i don't feel like watching anything new the nanny the nanny living single i've just been rotating um but <sighs> I did, and we were so yeah. Last night was the one where Gladys Knight plays um, Obi's mom, and she sings, and that was a good one. That was fun. Um, no, but I've been reading. I read for a book club, and I, I'm bringing it up because I want to talk about it later in comparison to this book, but um, and not in a good way. But he read um, uh, Rock Paper Scissors by Alice Feeney. Oh, did you like it? Uh, no, it's on my to do read list. It's okay. okay so okay. It, it moves really fast. It has a really w- interesting twist that, on it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very psychological thriller, and that's just not really my genre. But the people who love it, like Pam, like who really love that kind of stuff, they love the book. Is it better than The Guest List? That's a good question. Mm. It's very similar to The Guest List. There's like those weird jump scares and. But unlike, you know, on the guest list, there are like all those jump scares and they were just nothing. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, they start off with some of those, but then some of them actually do end up being like more important. Ooh. But it's still, there's, whereas none of them are important in the guest list. Yeah. There's at least three or four that actually turn out to be something out of like the 25. But it is, it's very similar where it's an interesting setup. There's a lot of twists and turns. And it, for me, it didn't always land the way mm. that I thought it would. But... Again, it's an interesting um, – because the twist I did not see coming in that one. I really, really did not see coming. So that part was really effective. When it happened, you were like, oh, my God. You know, you, it really hits you. So okay, no, um, so that's worth – no, I would read it. It's interesting if you like that kind of stuff. And it's um, and, and it's just not my genre. But I did read that for book club. And then I started reading ours for December. And then what else am I reading? That's it. That's it. I barely got through – well – We'll we'll get to that. Anyway. (laughs) Angelique, what have you been watching and reading? I read this book, and it took forever, I feel like. Or maybe that was just the book. Um, What was I been watching? I moved on from car crash videos. And now now I'm watching. We were worried, so I'm glad. And now I'm watching still YouTube videos, but now I watch, like, Costco haul videos for some reason. And, yeah, I don't get it either. But they're very soothing somehow. Angelique, you need to talk to somebody about this problem. Is yeah. it, like, where they show you what they got and well, the no, price they, they got Well, no, they're actually for? in Costco shopping. 
and then they come home and show you. It's weird. I also watch um, Japanese travel videos. That and, sounds fun. Yeah. And in Japan, they don't, like most YouTubers don't actually show their own face. So you just see what they see. So that's interesting. What else did I watch? There's, a, I think, a YouTube channel that um, goes on train rides throughout European yeah. countryside. Yeah. Oh, we cool. put it on the background during holidays. It's very soothing. Okay. So this is, so first of all, you know, my Christmas tree went up because I yeah. wanted them crazy. I did watch the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation for the first time this year. There we go. We asked what we watched. Okay. But um, my grandfather used to, remember when they had that Yule Log thing? I don't know if they still have it where there was just like on Christmas Day for 24 hours, they would just have like a camera on a Yule log, mm-hmm. every once in a while, a hand would come in and, like, put a new log in. He was obsessed with that. It was so funny because we'd be sitting there, and he had, like, gas logs that we would not turn on. But we'd have the TV on with the Yule log <laughs> just going. It was it was his favorite thing ever. So, All right. So let's move on to the book. And uh, we will start with uh, the synopsis, as usual. So I'm going to go ahead and... Do we all have... I think we all have the same synopsis. Yeah, we have the yeah. same book. <laughs> yeah, we have the same book. Fallon meets Ben, an aspiring novelist, the day before her scheduled cross-country move. Their untimely attraction leads them to spend Fallon's last day in L.A. together, and her eventful life becomes the creative inspiration Ben has always sought for his novel. Over time and amidst the various relationships and tribulations of their own separate lives, they continue to meet on the same date every year, until one day Fallon becomes unsure if Ben has been telling her the truth or fabricating a perfect reality for the sake of the ultimate plot twist. Can Ben's relationship with Fallon and simultaneously his novel be considered a love story if it ends in heartbreak? All right. What did we think of that synopsis in relation to what we read? Lies. 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 Straight up lies. That book sounds interesting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say it was accurate up until uh, Fallon becoming suspicious mm-hmm. of said suspicious of um, Ben because she never was suspicious. She mm-hmm. stumbled upon his script and mm-hmm. that's when she found out the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lies. Mm-hmm. It would have been so much more interesting if she started catching like. If there bit. had been hints throughout the book that maybe she was not, he was not as trustworthy as she deemed him to be. Yeah, because yeah. up to that point, it was just like she was in. And also to answer the question that is at the end of the book. Yes, you probably can have a love in the ends and heartbreak, but they don't explore it in this book. Nope. nope. Not one bit. Mm. She just gets depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything's okay again. He makes it all better. Oh, God. He kisses her boo-boo, and then she feels fine. Yeah. Don't get me started. Anyway, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh we're going there. We're okay, going so, there. so we'll go to ratings now. Andrew, what was your rating? One star. Okay. And that's probably generous. It's just you can't put zero on a Goodreads. So (laughs) one star. Yeah, mine was one star. It at one point was half a star. Um, It went up to a one star because after some serious reflection, there were a couple things I did like about the book. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There were some moments that worked. But one star, this replaces the noise for me as the new threshold. (laughs) 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 And let me tell you why. Okay, now we'll get there. What is your rating? Okay. Probably one, one and a half. Ooh. Also, ironically, apparently, according to the New York Times, she has outsold James Patterson and John Grisham. I saw that. So I feel bad for James Patterson right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I would, but I feel bad for him. Yeah. 
So, it outsold yeah. the Bible. It outsold like everything. It did. Yeah. I actually kind of don't feel bad for James Patterson. I really don't. Because no, she was money, like a dairy fine. farmer and like she's yeah. finding success and I'm very excited for her personally. And that's what I was telling Angelique one day. I, I was telling her, I'm like, she. this is someone who, these books, a lot of these books are older. Like they, they were published years ago. Mm-hmm. But then she took it into her own hands and she got on social media and she pushed them and she used the, you know, the, the mediums that were there for her to really reach her fans. That's cool. That part of it is really cool. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's the only cool part. <laughs> I am just thinking that maybe this is one of the books that she wrote very early on yes. and was like brought back into the fold and maybe should have just been left in the past because I like have heard past. like <laughs> other people who have read Verity who had better takes. Uh, my sister had to read It Ends With Us for her book club. She said she read it in two days and it was good. So I'm going to not judge Colleen Hoover Harshly for her entire oeuvre of work based on this one novel, but I will judge this novel. It's gonna bring out my mean girl. That's fine. That's what Me we're too. here for. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, audience. I can't. Okay. I can't. Let's start with the questions then. Ooh. First question Did you like the characters? Why or why not? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she beat me to it. Okay. <laughs> go, Andrew, go. Uh, no, no, they were, they were, there was not one redeeming character in this book. They were all horrible. Yeah. Maybe, no, 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 none of them. They were horrible. They were dull and infuriating. Yeah. Like, in turns. They if, just. If I had to pick, if I had to pick one good character, it would probably be Fallon's best friend. What was her name? Amber? Amber, yeah. Oh, I liked Amber. She wasn't yeah. bad. She wasn't that interesting, cause she, no. but she wasn't bad. No. She she was fine. Yeah. She served her purpose well. Yeah. Everyone else, horrible. You're right. She just she was kind of a blip. Even poor Glenn. Oh, poor Glenn. Yeah. Who, had he not told Ben where Fallon was the night uh, that they went to the club yeah, or whatever. Yeah, But even Glenn, I mean, that was a mistake. I can forgive Glenn. But, so basically, the only characters that were even like not horrible were bit two part characters that popped in and then yeah. were they only just, like served a certain purpose and right. didn't really have any depth to them whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, because the deeper you got into these characters, the oh. worse they got. So yeah. it's like maybe the shallowness was why they weren't so offensive. And it wasn't worse in a fun way. No, like your Lotus show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This it wasn't are horrible. Like that. It wasn't yeah. like that. But it's supposed to be. They were. What makes them horrible to me is that they're presented like they're supposed to be good. Yes. Like the the reader is supposed to read these characters and be like, oh, they're good characters that are just complicated. No, they're all toxic, horrible people. Yeah. Yes. I don't think I don't know what I've been. Yes, toxic. He's disgusting. But like the rest of them were just dull. There wasn't much substance to them. I feel. Even Fallon, and you got her point of view, and I'm just like, oh, she just has low self esteem, which understandably, you know, yeah, but, but that's all she does. I take it back. The yeah. fire, the fire, the fire. Like, and I, it's like, it's like we're talking about like the cheeseburger that we're ordering at the dinner, and then oh, but the fire took away my love of cheeseburgers. Like it, it that like, that was supposed to be a traumatic event, and it yeah. did affect her life, but it was so poorly like put out there and it was just like she just it was like Colleen Hoover every once in a while had to remind you about it like and it forgot. seemed like honestly the effect seemed purely cosmetic but she was burned over half her body there would be more physical effects yeah yeah but she only focused on the aesthetic of her like body now that she had these burns I feel like so that 
that doesn't bother me that yeah. she was traumatized, that she has a very physical... No, I understand the trauma. But... Yeah, disability. I, I, that's not even the right word. I'm sorry. Yeah, she didn't really... She that's the problem I had. Physical... She didn't really give her a disability. She didn't want to write a disabled character, yeah. I feel like. That that would have been interesting. Yeah. Like, to have that representation. But... I don't know. With Ben involved, it could have gotten even yeah. weirder, worse. Yeah, that, that is a very good point because... It could have been a complete... Ex- it was already exploitation. It could have gotten worse. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she meant to write Ben as a predatory character. Oh. Because she had was... to change the book? I yeah, did. I and that's that. still what came out? Yeah. Yeah, this so was, it was just worse very before. problematic. Because there was apparently yeah. a scene, and it went in our book. Right? I think this it was, was a scene in the closet at the f- in the first which meeting, which was horrifying. Horrifying. But apparently, it was edited. Yeah, to make it less, less horrifying. Rapey. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if you have to, never mind, never mind. If you have to do that, yeah. and it still is horrifying. Yeah. Wh- I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to go back and read whatever the original was. Yeah. Because that's just disturbing, and not it was supposed to be. Not disturbing. Yeah. It was supposed to be like sweet. Romantic. It was supposed to be romantic. It was supposed to be. I don't even think it was supposed to be. Mm, I might not say romantic. I know I probably just gave you the affirmative for that, but I think no. it was yeah. supposed to be. I like, think it was more about the sexual tension kind of thing. Sexual tension. But also I think he was. she was trying to write the character so that he was really trying to say, you're not ugly. You're worthy of wearing this dress. There's a way to do that. uh, So the problem I had with Fallon, and I take it back. You're right, Angelique. I don't think all the characters were toxic. I just think they were. Oh, it was just. Anyway, but um, Fallon, the issue I had was that whenever she did start building self-confidence, she attributed it 100 percent all the way back to Ben. There was no like she had an entire year between each of the dates in which they met in which she was challenging herself. She was putting herself out. She was going on the auditions. Yeah, sure, he made the challenge, but she actually went through with it. That was her growth. There's a difference between someone being a support for you and challenging you to, like, move on and be better and grow and, like, then straight up taking that. And it's not like she Uh, didn't have support before. Yeah. Like, she had Amber Mm -hmm. and her mom. And her dad sucked, but. Yeah, her dad did suck. But even it sounded like they didn't really explore it as much, but it sounded mm-hmm. like when she got into those theater communities and like she the found kid, support. Yeah. And yeah. she actually said, because she talked about later how, like, when she got into like the big leagues, you know, there was a lot mm-hmm. more competition. But when she got into that community theater, she kept that, that was mentioned several times about she just really enjoyed it, which means that she had a support system there. Yeah. Well, people looked to her for help. And so she was able to build self esteem that way. She was doing esteemable acts and it helped. It helped her grow. But she did not recognize that in the book. In the book, it was always, Ben made me love myself. Ben touched my scars. Ben, Ben, Ben. And it's like, no, he assaulted you, and then you rationalized it. Yeah. And then you now you're, like, uber in love with him for it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, just, it's really... Anyway, what's the next question? <laughs> what is the next question? I have question? points to make. That no, make are, the points. Well, no, but, I, but then I don't want to do like we always do, where we make the points and then Angela asks the questions. Oh, so let's see what the questions that's are. That's fair. Okay, okay. That's fair. What did you think of their instant connection? Do you think it was believable? So actually, that was the one part of the book in the beginning that I actually liked because it was kind of like romantic comedy quirky. Mm-hmm. Like this guy overhears this horrible conversation before you know all the stuff that you yeah, know, yeah, right? Yeah. But at the beginning, it was kind of like, and so he's just, he's, that's the one moment where he seemed like a nice guy because he was just like, he realized this guy was a jerk and 
he sits there and he does this kind of cute thing where he pretends it to try to like that was because it's it was cheesy, but it kind of felt like the opening of like a cheesy romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. And then it went downhill from yeah. there. Yeah, I was really hoping that um, the big twist was going to be that Fallon's mom or dad hired this guy to insert himself in the situation and do that. That's and then what it became real. And then it became something it was more. So much worse. Oh, that yeah. actually would have. Where yeah, it was like, I like that. The mom was really concerned, but then it actually turned into something. Because there are a lot of movies and stories that are kind of based mm-hmm. upon that. There was a movie with like Deborah Messing called The Wedding Date, where she hires like a date, and then they end up like so. It's cheesy and it's still kind of eh, but it's it's a vice that's been used before to moderate success. Like, if they were to use that device of him yeah. like coming in, it would have been so much easier for him to go to her later and admit, "Hey, I was actually kind of paid to do this," or "I was like a pawn in the situation." Like it was a setup, but da 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 da. It's a lot better than I was kind of stalking your dad after lighting his car on fire and almost killing you. And then I instantly thought you were super hot and thought I should intervene when your dad was being a jerk. You got no place, son. No. You got oh. no place. No. Wait. No. Okay. Yeah, again, that's a, so that when it started off, the first like 20 pages were probably my favorite. Yeah. Just because at least it was it was it was an interesting setup. It was an interesting scene. You didn't know where it was going to go. Like I didn't I didn't read the back of it because I just dove into it. And then the other 280 pages happened. Yeah. And it went downhill from there. I actually really disliked the first chapter, <laughs> the, the first date, because of how immature Ben's thoughts were oh, yeah. the no. whole way through. Ben became a little bit more likable starting on the second November 9th date through... I would say the big room. Oh, no. So I just meant like that first setup with the dad, because then the second that they go to his perspective and he starts saying, I want to know what her color, her panties were. That's when it, that's what I'm saying. Like literally the second they turned to her perspective, his perspective, excuse me. And he started sharing his thoughts. It went downhill from there. Yeah. It was literally just her perspective from the first one. I just wish writers would go away from that and like give guys a little bit more credit. So even if they are really thinking that, let's not put it in our books. Like, First of all, both men and women and anyone have those thoughts about other people. Like, you know, it's not like, because there are women, I'm sure, who have thought horrible things or been like, you know, "Mm, look at him or whatever. Sure. Every girl is like, that's a nice tush yeah. about the whomever they are <laughs> and, and you do that encountering it, it again you're right it's like doesn't have to be so he kept going back to it, it kept that was the moment like, where I was like I don't know what's gonna happen in this book but it's never gonna be as romantic as they make it seem because mm-hmm. they that was when that was the first like you know, oh, he thought it was cute that he wanted to get in her pain like no that's not cute you're just a pig yes you're just a pig <laughs> then we find out how disturbing it is from there on but from that moment it's like you had one decent vice device at the beginning and then every other device after that just got more and more and more yeah although you know what that moment might have been foreshadowing for how we felt about Ben moving forward yeah yeah okay angelique let's stay on track with your questions sorry, I think Andrew, sorry. no 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 i think you had a good point that we need to get through our questions and then we can just let it loose let it yeah go. yeah yeah i like it okay did i answer Oh yeah, did you? What, did I? What was okay. the question? Um, what did you? <laughs> we gotta get to these questions. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, what did you? <laughs> oh, what did you think of their instant connection? Did you think it was believable? Oh, <laughs> I, I okay. No, but, not really. I mean, for, not really. Um, there, I don't really think of it as an instant connection because. 
they she was like suspicious of him at first. It wasn't like he met her eyes and she was like that Taylor Swift song came on in the background and she was instantly in love. Kiss she was, me. She, <laughs> My six pence on the richer. That's that why I'm a 90s child. I was like, that so sweet. Is, is yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think it was really insta love, but it the, it was quick. It was quick, and quite frankly, the the number of hours she added up at one point in the book, and she's like, "This is like six weeks of dating." No, hun, it's not. Uh-uh. No, hun, because you haven't talked in between. No. <laughs> you haven't like you don't know like if that person has like you haven't had conversations yes. like when you can't see each other face to face. How many how many times did you just fall asleep on the bed? I know. That doesn't count. Okay, I'm sorry. That's Angelique. weird. By the way, what was that? That, that was whole very... plot. Like it didn't make any, and it didn't really work for me. So she didn't have to write the in between. So she shouldn't have to actually yeah. write the so like intimate conversations that may yeah. have may have made this more human. No, no, no. We're just we're yeah. just gonna eliminate that and go straight to the disturbing stuff. That yeah. that's that's quality. You know, <laughs> not. Uh, let's let. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Angelique, I'm sorry. I stole it because you were going to answer, did you believe they're insta-love? And I was just went off on my tangent. No, you're fine. Um, um, as they're hormonal teenagers, yes. Not like Maybe not insta-love, but I believe that they had a, like instant connection because they're hormonal teenagers. I kept waiting for the part where they were like, okay, they're 18 right now. Yeah. Of course they're going to be inappropriate. Of course their brains aren't fully developed. Like yeah. I get that. And I was like, I was waiting for some recognition in the later chapters for them to go back and reflect or something. That didn't happen. Yeah. There was no, like, reflection back on the weirdness that happened. Because when I – Marcus and I started dating when we were, like, 19. And did we do really gross, cringy stuff that we were like, I can't believe we did that. I can't – like, ugh. Like, as an adult, I would never do that in a dating situation. But I go back and I recognize that now. Right. Right. Yeah. I I really didn't – and maybe this – you have a question about the whole, like, she's 23. Like, she can't do anything until she's 23. Not really. Because you're talking about this hormonal thing. Like, I get the mom's concern of, like, you don't want to follow. A lot of times your first love or your high school sweetheart or whatever, it, it doesn't always work out. But it's this because whole, you grow with right. them and yeah. then you grow apart. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I get that. But this whole concept of, like, you're not allowed to do anything until you're 23. That's not what she, she's – I don't think she, she wasn't allowed. She was just doing what the – following her mom's advice. Well, but even then, that advice of, yeah. like – you really can't do anything until you're 20. I, I don't know. From that, it's like, it's. It, it, I get where the mother was coming from. Yeah. But then there's also a point where it's like, okay, but I, I get it. I think it was just for the plot device. Mm-hmm. And that just yeah. seemed a little, okay, maybe you didn't fall in love officially or get together until 23, but it didn't stop you from everything else. Yeah. I think her, the mom's advice should have been split at, yes, fall in love by the time you're th- 23, because that way you get to have experiences. You know, like, but you've got to be willing to go and have experiences. I think maybe that should have been where it was coming from. And instead it was like, no, you can't be in a relationship until you're 23. But I don't know. Anyway. It just didn't work for me. (laughs) The insta-love didn't bother me. And it wasn't really insta-love. But then I also get there was insta-lust-ish. Yeah. I yeah. get that. If they had gone down that path, I was telling Angela like this. If they had like stuck with like the cheesy romantic comedy, I'd been fine. If they decide they're going to go down the path and make it basically an erotic novel, I probably would have been. A, if that's what your intention is, mm-hmm. then just do it. But then it was like, but then you want all this to be taken seriously, and it's like, but then mm. none of your your setups are either cheesy romantic comedy or weird erotic novel. 
but then you want it to be a serious romance at the end. It, it just it was like pick a pick a team, pick a lane, yeah. Yeah. make something. The tone was just not right in this book. No, from the very That's beginning, it was all over the place. Yeah, I felt like like sometimes she would try to be funny and it just wasn't funny. No, like some of the dialogue. Oh God, some of the dialogue. <laughs> like some of the way, like some of the like phrases she would use. Like I could feel my face just grimacing <laughs> when I was reading this book. When I would read certain lines, I'm just like, no, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Very cringy. Very yeah. This is the word for the book, cringe. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your next question? Okay, so we're just going to get this one out of the way. What did you think of the plot twist? So this is where the Alice Feeney book comes into place, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the plot twist in the Alice Feeney book is incredibly disturbing. Okay, don't mm-hmm. tell me because now I kind of want to read it. No, 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 no I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just saying it's incredibly disturbing because it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. a suspense novel. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to be horrifyingly disturbing, mm-hmm. right? Not mm-hmm. going to tell you what it is. Cool, thank you. It, if you read anything, you know that there's it's a psychological thriller. Most psychological thrillers have those twists, right? This one was a particularly effective twist. This one was also a horrifying twist. Yes. Oh, in November It was 9th. not intended yes. to be a horror. They thought it was supposed to be some sort of like, it, it was supposed to be part of this romantic but it, abs- it was more horrifying than what happened in, in Rock, Paper, Scissors. Yeah, because of the comparison? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they made this a romance novel. Yeah. Yeah. They made that a psychological thriller. That's what's supposed to be. This was horrifying to me. Yes. It, 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 and I literally, I, I just, I was just like, I, I barely. Fit. I mean, I kind of, I got through the rest of the book, but it was, it was a. I, I probably missed stuff because I just, I could not recover from that. I, I don't even know how to. It was just. It, it's like that show you almost like, mm-hmm. like. He's like a. He is a creepy stalker. Like, I, I don't. It, it, Anyway, go ahead. What do you think of it? I don't even know how to put into words how how bad it was. What I liked about the <laughs> plot, no 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 no. What I liked about the plot twist was that I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. I did not know it was going to happen. It makes me think that perhaps in the other books of hers that might be better, well written, better, well written, better written, but mm. <laughs> it's funny because I was talking about like well-written stuff and then messed up that sentence. <laughs> well, we're not trying I... to publish book, okay? We're just the critics. No. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> In her other books that have been better written, I can now get excited because maybe her plot twists are really good and creative. In, this was creative. In this book, I think she meant it to be like a redeeming thing, like now he can go and make good or whatever. No, it is so horrible that he manipulated the situation to the point where he is now he's now like if I can't even put into words how disgusted I am that he's the one that set the fire that caused her scars that he then basically stalked her dad that he was like oh woe is me this is horrible and then he's like, oh, no, look at this beautiful cre- – it's almost like look at this beautiful creation that I made that I now feel entitled to touch and manipulate. And I said I've used manipulate more than once, but now I don't know what another word is that I can make her – I can bring her source. back to life. <laughs> yeah, seriously, bring it. It was like I can, I can be the one to help her. I can fix her. I broke her. I can fix her. And it was so condescending and gross and demeaning and... Fetish was the word I used. He almost had a fetish about her scars. Yeah. It was just really sickening. Like, oh, you know what? She's still beautiful, so it's okay that I burned her and I haven't admitted to it. Tried to kill her father. You're like, 
No, I think he was trying to kill his dad. He was just trying to ruin his car. Yeah. But what? But, but I mean, so. with all the, I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. No. Maybe the intention wasn't kill, but it's still, but to do harm, so, he still covered it up. Yeah. He's the kind of character that I think when we talk about toxic people, we think that they're doing it with the intention of being toxic, kind of like that we that they know they're being toxic. I don't think he knew he was being malicious. I don't know that he was malignant in her life, but he definitely was. I could handle. Your mother dies. You're you're horrified. You're pissed off. You do something really stupid and horrible. Mm-hmm. I could I could see how that part could be something that could end up being redeemed. Mm-hmm. I did something horrible, and I feel guilty about it, mm-hmm. and I want to make it right. And it turns out that in doing so, I find something wonderful out of it. And I and and she can forgive that because he does love her, or because you know because or he's honest with her, or any of those things. None of that happened. Where it needed to be placed, this pot twist for me to be able to forgive it and let the rest of the book happen would be after they finish that first date. At, yeah. Even if it's at the very end, or at the very beginning of the second date, or you know what I mean, like Earlier it needed to be on. early in the relationship where he says. I cannot, in good conscience, move forward without letting you know. But at no point during this novel did he go and say, hey, I did this to you. She found out about it. And he, his response was, no, you have to understand why I happened. You have to know why I did it. You have to know why I didn't tell you. No, no, she doesn't. Here's the thing. We all know why you did it. Yeah. Why didn't you tell her? That is, you know. Boom. Boom. Why here's here's her? my thing, though. Go, Angelique. Go. Even if he didn't tell her, he should have told us so oh. that we know, so we know his real thoughts on it, his real feelings, not what he wrote down for her to read. Yeah. Because you can't trust that. That's because manipulative. If he had, and that guilt was something yeah, that was constant that we saw, throughout. That yes. we knew to be it true. would have been a lot more, that would have been more redemption in yeah. that. Like, if that would have been a great device, because then it could be like, he's trying to tell her, but this happens. He's trying yeah. to tell her, but then his brother died. Another yeah. traumatic thing. Yeah. I'm not saying that Ben hasn't gone through trauma in no, his life. No, 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 no. And, saying... and it probably has triggered some of these things. I mean, yes. we know it triggered the one thing, you know. He's so. a broken person, right. and I can admit that, but... Does that mean that that person is ready for a relationship? No. You got to yeah. heal yourself before you can move forward in any kind of serious relationship. Yeah. With another person to not be a detriment to that other person. Right. Like if if the book if their relationship was also about him kind of trying to resist like oh. forming this relationship with her because he knows what he did and he doesn't have the like Ooh. courage to tell her yet. That would make this more interesting. You know, and he I never like and he yeah. never said it because they only had those twenty four hours together and he never yeah. wanted to ruin it. You know, you could have again, you're right. He he was a damaged person and you could have turned that into a like something healing for right. him. Like like with Carmen in the her. last book, you know, the the catharsis of that yeah. damage and how she you know, you you could have done something with that. His catharsis was like you said, I, this is something that but I, I'm the only one that can fix her because I'm the one that destroyed her. And that is that is abusive, and it crosses the line, and it's and it sounds like in Carmen's book some of those things where yeah. the girlfriend would lose her mind, and then she'd be like, "But I'll, I'll be, I can fix because I didn't mean to, do, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff." That is an abusive relationship, and there was no reason why you couldn't have had everything in this book without it crossing that line. Yeah, but it did every time. Yeah, you know what? A, there was a lot of this book that was problematic because of it's a like I it's a hot topic right now, but consent. 
in the book, if you're reading it, you're like, yes, Fallon eventually says yes to everything that happens to her. But what's missing is the informed part. She is not informed. And if she had been informed before they took their relationship physical, then or even further emotional, because she's telling him, I love you. She's giving herself to him. We talked about in Bringing Down the Duke how I really dislike when a male character comes in and then shapes the world of a female character. Granted, he was the same age as she was, but she still is so shaped by him and his opinion, and she feels like she owes everything to him. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah, she's completely ignorant of what he did. And at no point before a certain point, like for like the second to last one or the last one, did he even hint that he had something big to tell her that might affect your relationship with him. No, no, no. He wants her to like read it in the book with the rest of the world. <sighs> yeah. And then the only – I guess the only hint we got from that is – and seeing that, the, the hint is he didn't want to read a book. He didn't want her to read the book. He didn't want her to read the book. It's like – so it was never a guilt thing. Yeah. It was uh, – it was goes he, back to I want to keep covering this He could this have just up. never given her that book and yeah. they would have been in a relationship. Yeah. That would be an interesting book as well if several years later she found out that, hey, oh. guess what? And even but then, then that's a completely if different If he had genre. painted it as the book is my catharsis, it's my way of dealing with this. If any of that had been – but again, it yeah. wasn't any of that. Yeah. Everything that happened with that fire the entire time was the cover-up. Yeah. You know, that's why his brother punched the crap out of him because mm-hmm. it was about the cover-up. It and was he about – admitted at the time that he deserved the punch. Yeah. He had the opportunity that early to fix it. That would have been a moment to have done it. Why did my brother punch you? I've been I've been holding on to this. I have to, you know, there's a reason for this. But he didn't do it. He didn't do it. And the other brother's just like, oh, okay. Like, you all are horrible. Yeah. Because then you're you're perpetuating. You know, you all know what he did to this girl. And you're still you're and like I said, Kyle's though, even though he was not I mean, he still was complicit in the fact that he yeah. knew. Yeah, he yeah. was the only one that had to me what was an appropriate reaction to yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what should have happened to Ben. That could have been think, the end. I think Kyle and Ben were the only ones who knew. I don't think the other brother I don't think the other brother knew. Okay. I don't not, think he knew. I would be surprised if Jocelyn didn't know. Jordan? Jordan. 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 Yeah, Jordan. At some point, she probably wow. had to have known if they were in that relationship. But then again, since he seemed to keep it a secret, maybe she didn't. No, he, he let didn't. her read the book, though. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. And the I, first part of that book is about see, she started off and the result. She didn't. Yeah, she was. Ben is hmm. pulling compassion from other people. Or no, Ben is pulling compassion from Fallon. Like he's making it about him. And it's like, no, dude, you messed up. You messed up. I know you didn't intend to harm anyone when you set that car on fire. I know you thought you it was an act of justice, but you messed up. Yeah. And that's okay. You were 16. You're like you got to fix it at 18. you got to fix it at 19. Right. you got to fix it at 20. It's okay that you made a mistake. It's not okay that you couldn't admit to it and do something to – Not you're never going to fix it. Yeah. But do something to to try to redeem it in any any value. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're going to use it as a plot twist in your freaking book mm. okay. to make money off of it. You know, let's go back to – think about that. The whole point of this, he got an agent, right? To, it wasn't even just that oh, he yeah. did all of that with Fallon. Then he was going to profit off of this. Ew, that's a new low. Okay. Okay. It's we not, are fired up, y'all. It's not as, well, maybe as deep. Um, <laughs> if you had a choice, would you want these characters to have ended up together? No. 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 Okay, keep going. Okay, next question. Um, what were your favorite or least favorite moments in the book? All of them. Least favorite? Yeah. <laughs> no, I told you. I thought that the initial, just that first, like, ten page, like, where... 
where you had the uh, the the kind of weird setup where yeah, he steps yeah, yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you don't know anything about him. This is before you get to his perspective where it immediately starts to get creepy. Mm-hmm. Again, in terms of like a way to, to get you into the book, it was an interesting plot device. Yeah. And then from there, no, there really were very few moments that I liked. And even now that I think back, I'm like, there may have been some moments that worked along the way, but after that plot twist, I can't remember any of them. Yeah. Because it just it just washed it away. I had to reflect on the parts that I liked. Mm-hmm. You did better than Here's I Here's what it came up with. All right. <laughs> I'll just read this. Things I liked about the book. It was trying to be meta romance. So it was trying to be like, look at these romance novels. You're not, you know, you've got to be able to do a romance level, romance novel level kiss, right? You've got to Mm -hmm. be able to do this. You can't say this to me because that's a gross thing. You know, I don't know. I wish they had, she kind of leaned on that device a little more. I think it's fun. It could have been like Scream. The movie Scream is supposed to be like meta horror. You're aware of itself. It wasn't self-aware, but it was trying to be. So I, I appreciated that. Um, I actually liked the premise of the book, meeting mm-hmm. once a year, mm-hmm. learning about a person. What's that one day going to be like for you? There's actually, a, uh, I was telling Angelique, though, there was a, a play and then it became a movie in 1978 called Same Time Next Year Aww. with Alan Alda and Ellen Burstyn. And um, it's a cute little comedy movie. Got several Oscar nods. Um, and I can't remember who wrote the play originally, but it was one of those, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day. And so it, it, it and it was a re- it was a good movie. Um, but in 1978, it was more feminist than, yeah. you know, than this one. So it is a successful plot device that has been used mm-hmm. um, for for romantic comedies. I like that it's the opportunity to show personal growth. Yeah. These Fallon did grow. Ben did not. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Things I liked. Um, I thought that the first meeting was a little gross to interact with because it was so like... What color panties are you wearing? What yeah. do you look like when yeah. you're not? Well, that there? interaction was gross. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And like the, when I say first meeting, I mean like after the dad had gotcha. left. So when they're back gotcha. at her apartment oh, and yeah. then in the closet and then they fall asleep and it just, oh. um, uh, th- I picked up, I like that she, oh, I like that she flew to him when his brother died. I did. Yeah. They that had no was, way of was... connecting and she saw that he was in need and he, she took it upon herself to go help him. Those are the things I liked. Things I didn't like. <laughs> this it's is like what I wrote. Great things. <laughs> oh, the one other thing I did like is there's a point when she's talking about the romance novels where she distinguishes that fantasy in romance novels is not necessarily what you want yes, in real life. I like that too. I liked that because it's a lot of romance readers, I feel like, maybe feel judged by what they read. Y'all, your librarians don't care what you read. Nope. Um, also, I think like the other thought behind reading romance novels is that's what you want in real life. Yeah. No. Not really. No, no. It's supposed to be, I think, a fantasy, which yeah, is why people, it's, it's an escapism. escapism. Yeah. yeah. Jakes. <laughs> yeah. Just because you want to read it for funsy doesn't mean you want to experience it in your real life. So yeah. I did like that she made that distinction. Things I did not like. The plot, the characters, execution of the plot, the writing, or the jokes. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be uh, funny, be funny. Yeah. You got to be funny. <laughs> I liked, fell flat. I liked one two hundred and fifth of the book. <laughs> it fell so flat. Two hundred fourth of the. Do y'all know that? Okay, so you don't know that scene when they're at the uh, club and she's with Theodore or mm-hmm. Teddy or whatever, and they're saying that he's just a horrible person. But the only things they're saying that he's horrible about him his is pants. he talks about his pants and then he talks about Nantucket. Uh huh. And that's pretty much it. They don't say much else. Yeah. And so at the end, when 
basically she breaks up with him for this guy who just shows up out of nowhere and he just he does he goes that petty you're not even pretty thing and mm-hmm. then Ben punches him mm-hmm. and then Glenn goes after him and then mm-hmm. Amber throws a shoe at him like that's a little bit of an overreaction. I don't like that Colleen Hoover made the choice to make Teddy dislikable. Yeah. yeah. The guy that she dated briefly in between the actor friend and she was like he was just a little bit boring. Okay, but Fallon has found her confidence, and they're saying that even with her confidence, the only person that can love her yeah. is Not a Ben. Good yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Get over yourself, Colleen Hoover. You need to write. It would have been more interesting if she had found her James Marsden character, who is actually very lovable, and every girl would like want, but then there's just someone more. Yeah, you know? she had more of an intense connection also, with. The whole point about like he decided she wasn't ready to have to sleep with him. And and he said he was totally. I don't know if that was Theodore, one of the guys. It was the, the guy in between. The board. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And, and it was like, oh, yeah. and he was totally okay with that. And then Ben was like, "Don't ever see him again." So basically, because he didn't take advantage of yeah. Fallon, he was bad. I'm yeah. like, so basically, he sensed that Fallon wasn't ready for this, so he backed off and was yeah. a gentleman about it. Yeah. And she thinks, well, maybe it's because of the scars, or maybe it's just because he recognized. That if he did go through with it, that it would be problematic if she mm-hmm. wasn't ready to do it. Mm-hmm. And Ben's response is basically, well, because he didn't go through with it, he's the problem. Yeah. That, that, I kept thinking about that. And, and I was just like, that was another layer of, and then the whole don't ever see him again, that immediate control. Yes. So that guy in between who decided he didn't want to do anything further and he looked relieved, I think. I think something that was missing from that interaction was the fact that Fallon wasn't ready in her life to say, this is what I find appropriate during this interaction. But she needs to start having interactions to figure out what's appropriate, what's not. And maybe he was relieved because he wasn't ready. Yeah. Do we not? We don't give him any credence to the fact that maybe this was not how he wanted that to happen himself. Remember, not all men are pigs, despite what Colleen Hoover writes in her books. But according to Ben, if you are going to be attracted to someone, there can't be any hang-up slightly at all about their physical appearance. And I'm like, that's not the case. And again, that's projection because he's the one who burnt her. So there's also something at the beginning of the book that I really didn't like, and I can't really articulate why I didn't like it very well. But you know when he's talking to the father, Mm -hmm. and he's bringing up these actors... That despite like uh, physical appearance in some way, they mm-hmm. were able to go on and act. But he only brought up male actors, two male actors. He also brought up things that were nowhere near yeah. as like dramatic yeah. as half your body being scarred yeah. by burns. Like yeah. Forrest Whitaker has an eye that a little bit of an eye that doesn't stay in place. Yeah. It's like, but it's like compared to literally half your body being scarred. It's yeah. like those are not equivalent. Not only was the comparison only about male actors, which in a in a world where we know that female actors are still paid less than their co-stars, they're still considered less bankable stars. So there's that aspect. And then the aspect of the fact that nothing in what he said was anywhere near what Fallon was dealing with yeah. at all. So yeah. it was problematic in two ways. Yeah. Um, we, this was our favorite moment one, right? I think so. Uh, let's skip that one. Who would star? Let's just move on. Who would star in the inevitable movie? Oh, it's happening. Yeah. I thought you of Anya Taylor. Happening? Oh, I'm sure it's Colleen Hoover. If Somebody's bought the rights at the very least. Hmm. I thought of Anya Taylor Joy. Hmm. I don't know who that is. The weird girl from the Queen's Gambit with it looks like an alien. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. She's already People halfway there. Judge by your appearance. <laughs> No, no she's cool, but she does. She has. But I could see where like they could make that work with the scars and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Where she's 
it, 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 I don't know. That's who I thought of for her. For Ben, I don't even know. Yeah, I couldn't. Just some generic. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for her, I, in my brain, kept seeing, um, she might be a little old for the role because it's supposed to be 18 now, but Amber Tamblin, because they kept talking about her, like, hiding behind her hair. So to me, that, sh- and wearing black all the time, so I felt like she had more of a Who is gothy. Amber Tamblin? Um, what's Joan? Joan, Joan of Arc. Arcadia. Uh, Joan of Arcadia. Okay. She was in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. With Rory. Um, yeah, yeah. She's married, or at one point was married to David Cross. Oh, okay. Okay. I know now I'm, I'm it just took me a second. I was like, so that's why I, ca- I don't know actresses well enough now. Honestly, I would don't know that I would cast, I wouldn't do that to their career. Ugh. Well, I mean, like a director could always just rewrite the, like, yeah, get rid I of hope all they the fix stuff. it. I hope they fix well, it. Well, they're if the backlash because of where she had to reprint it yeah. and do stuff, they're gonna have to, or it's gonna yeah, be backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, I'm on hoping the film. that they just go with Verity and it ends with us yeah. and. Other books, because I actually did download the first chapter of Verity from Overdrive. Sorry, Libby, I read that first sample and it was better. Okay. Oh, side Kelly, note. Uh, Kelly liked it. The Verity. She said I liked Verity. She, but she had heard the same thing. This one was not as. Uh, no, this one's not good. Yeah. But uh, I read the very first line in Verity and the very first line of this book are basically the same, <laughs> and it made me laugh because this is the first line of November nine. I wonder what kind of sound it would make if I were to smash this glass against the side of his head. And then... (laughs) I love this. The very first line in Verity is, um, I hear the crack of his skull before the splattering of blood. So I feel like she's just trying to, like, pop skulls. Like... (laughs) She's got some violence in her. She has some violent tendencies. For the dad, I thought of Peter Gallagher. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Sandy Cohen. He's actually a really nice guy, but he can play kind of that eh, character the dad just seemed not very in touch with things but yeah. later it did paint him as realizing that he was really in love like or cared deeply at some point for ben's mom he was heartbroken about that he really wanted to fix his relationship with fallon he just didn't have the tools to side note go to therapy people like there are people who can teach you mm-hmm. how to move on that should be the sequel <laughs> where they all go to therapy on November 10th. <laughs> <laughs> no, November 8th before November 9th. So that stuff stops happening. There you go. Let's break that cycle. Okay, go ahead, Angelique. What was your... What was... I can never remember the question. <laughs> well, I was thinking... For some reason, I was thinking Zendaya. Because I think she would make Fallon interesting. Oh, yeah. And she's good at playing yeah. damaged characters. Yeah, I think she yeah, could I'd do love well. her. I love Zendaya, by the way. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It, it's not... I don't know... I still can't think of anybody for Ben. Um, I'm well now that you said you, I'm thinking Penn Badgley. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's already done that character. I don't know if yeah. he'd do it again. Well, what I'm, else is he gonna do? <laughs> I see like it's weird because I see Ben as like characters I've met in real life, like people. I <laughs> yeah, so like that's yeah, who yeah. I'm picturing, and I'm like, ugh, yeah, I'm not gonna sure. say. But like, it's just hard for me to see an actor when I'm like, I don't know. Okay, keep going. All right, that was the last question. Is there anything anybody wants to say? Oh, another disturbing part because we're talking about November tenth and ninth. Mm-hmm. So he would have known that that was the anniversary yeah. of the fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just another layer of just that. This my okay. So apparently, Colleen Hoover has using the using the TikTok and the Instagram has reached a lot of twenty somethings, and that's why mm-hmm. these characters are these new adults. Yeah. And I'm not a book baner. Anyone wants to read a book, read a book. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. 
it disturbs me that there is like this whole legion of thousands of thousands of 20 and 30 something year old women who read this book and are like giving it five stars on Goodreads because it's, it makes I'm like, do you think that this is I, that whole fantasy thing with romance? Do you think that this are you just reading it because you think it's interesting and she's kind of this hip author who's, you know, oh, she's the cool lady who's the dairy farmer who got on the TikTok? Or do you think that this is how your romance is supposed to be? Because if that's the case, run. This is not how romance is supposed to be. Yeah. And it's just concerning because I don't want people to think that this is normal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say don't read this book of hers. I don't know who I would recommend it to at this point. I really don't. Yeah. I would say try other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other so for books. book club, uh, one of the uh, one of the recommendations, and the, and the room seemed to agree for next year, is just to read at least one Colleen Hoover to kind of see what the oh, hype is about. I, no, I'm going yeah. to. I, I think I'm going to do Verity because I think it has that thriller. Uh, I've, mm. I'm told it's a little more thrillerish, so I think that'll be better for that group. Um, no, this one we're not. We're not. Okay, I just want to point out something that really annoyed me. Yes, please. So at the end of the book, where Fallon's like holds herself up in her apartment because she's really depressed because this guy she thought she loved or that she loved mm-hmm. turned out to be like the cause of like all of her problems. Mm-hmm. And then her mom comes in, who oh. is supposed to like really care for her and really care about Fallon's individuality and development and things like that. And she reads Ben's manuscript and is like, oh, Fallon, he's hurt too. And I'm just like, no, are you not her mother? This man ruined her life for two years. A mother who has well intentions towards her child would never, no. ever say that. And it bothered me because they made it very clear that she always had the best intentions for her child. So why did you write yes. her then? Because because Colleen Hoover wanted to make it seem like this was okay at the end. So the one character who can make it seem like it's okay is one of the few redemptive characters in this book. So you used her for this horrible plot yeah. device and you she changed her character. She only came in for that reason. Right. And it bugs me. It just so further much. like gaslights yeah. Fallon yeah. into believing that this is acceptable behavior. Yeah. And, and the fact that the fact that it's based on his manuscript, which he wrote, which he had control over, so every word on it could either be truth or could be just a complete lie. How do we know he didn't actually just set the car on fire to set the house on fire? You yeah. know, it's his word. I mean, okay, he told the truth about yeah, he told the truth about being the one to do it, but it's still his version of events. Mm-hmm. And this and mom he has only never, told it when it was got he got yeah. no, he didn't tell he got caught doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, this mom has never met him. Mm-hmm. She only knows him through his own words. So I'm like, no, that's no. 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 I didn't like that. And, and the get, whole mother dying thing, I can also attest. Dude, dude, like that is not okay what the mom did to her children. No. She knew that Ben was going to walk in and find her. She knew that her 16-year-old son was going to find her like that. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's... Mm. You're a female writer and you wrote these... Horrible. these Horrible. None of these female characters. <laughs> I mean, and even the ones that you, like you said, that you started off thinking that they were good, they turned out not to be good. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Write stronger. You. This is your voice. Write stronger characters. Is this what you think women should be? Because that's disturbing. I don't want to put that on her. I don't want to say because I don't know her. But it's really disturbing that this. If this had come from a male author, I'd be like, well, yeah. It. But it it read like an early version. Like maybe she wrote it when she was in her early twenties. I'm not saying like just because it was and, published with what 2015 yeah. doesn't mean that it was written there. Okay. All right. Is there anything else? Well, I got a long list. You got a long list. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, I thought it was funny when uh, she told her dad that she was not just a bratty child because she's an 18-year-old adult. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hmm. Well, they made a comment like, he's 19, which means he's a man. Like, oh, that yeah. was a weird comment. Like, why'd you have to qualify that? <laughs> I don't know. They did talk about his appearance growing more adult. On page 30, Ben was like, I hate ice cream. I hate yogurt. I hate ice cream that pretends to be yogurt. Well, Ben, I hate whatever ice cream you're pretending to be, is what I wrote on page 30. <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. Um. Okay, a bunch of stuff about how I hate Ben. Um, uh, oh, Ben didn't think he was an alpha male, and I'm oh, like, that was weird. So I think that by old standards, he's probably not an alpha male because he's like a broody writer. But that's definitely in, and it's been in for like at least ten years. They needed to have updated that because. Ben's an alpha male now. Oh, at one point he says, look what the cat flew in. It's dragged in. <laughs> so make like a tree and butt out, Ben. Okay, I remember that Barbara Daniels used to work here and she couldn't get a phrase right. If it had been a snake, it would have slapped me. Oh, I forgot. And I got raked over the leaves. Now you're going to go get raked over the leaves. She used to say stuff like that. That that's uh, That made me think of um, Biff in um, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. you could never yeah. get it. Basically, I was like, Ben is the worst. Fallon's mom wouldn't take Ben's side. And then, yep. Okay. I did it. Right. You got anything? No, no. I, I, I do not recommend this book. That is my, my conclusion. And I hate to say that. And and um because and I also, by the way, she has a fandom. So I hope none of the fandom comes. Because apparently, because when people would post bad re- like reviews on Goodreads, the fandom would come out and be like, well, you're just a sad loser because you didn't like this book. No, no. Every the, the, the points that were made by the people who didn't like it were some of the points that we made here today. And they're valid. And, and. Don't read this book. I will say, yeah. as the archivist of the library or whatever, I would uh, I would give it to somebody who asked, and I would not say anything. I would uh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. If you want to read this book, read, read this the book. book. Yeah. Stop you if you think you'll like it, it. Yeah. read it. You could like it. We also, I'm not going to judge you. I don't yeah. care. If I no. see someone check this book out, I, I want to make that very clear. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I no, no, think no. nothing about it. Like, I was telling my sister about it, and she was like, there's some aspects of it I might like. And I'm like, yeah. okay, give it a read shot. It. Yeah, read no, no, it. no, no, no. You're fine. Again, um, we're not book banners, so read the book. Read I'm not, the book if you want it. to. I just did not like it and cannot envision recommending it yeah, to This is all of Amen. our personal opinions based on what we like and don't like about any of the fiction that we read. Yes, we like quality. So. So. And I would I would <laughs> I would try Verity or it ends here. It starts with us it is the next one. Us. It ends with us and then the second one that just came out is it, it starts, starts with, with us. us. Yeah. I yeah. would try those. I've heard good things about those Me from too. people I trust. Mm-hmm. I had not heard anything one way or the other about November nine. Yeah, so we kind of went in unaware. All right. Oh, I feel like TikTok lied. That's how I feel. I found Tia Williams' Seven Days in June on TikTok. Loved it. Great. Mm -hmm. Good romance. Oh, talk about insta-love. The characters in that book had insta-love, and it was very believable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can do it. Yeah. It was very believable. Not so much in this one. Okay. Just wanted to say that. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So... Before we close out this episode, I want to once again promote Novelist Plus, a reader's advisory database that allows users to search for their next read based on appeal terms and read-alikes. For example, when I searched for read-alikes for November 9, two books that came up were Who Do You Love by Jennifer Weiner and One Day by David Nichols, both romance novels that deal with relationships developing as protagonists meet again and again over time. So if you want to find read-alikes or look for books with certain settings or tones, head over to Novelist Plus, which is accessed through NC Live, and start searching. It's a great database. All right. Uh, that's it for this month's We're Booked Up. November 9 is available both in the library 
online at the NC Digital Library and on the Libby app. Let us know what you think of the book and what you think of what we think of the book. Just leave a comment at the off-shelf blog at gastonlibrary.blogspot.com or at gastonspeaks.podbean.com. Next month's book is Let It Snow, a holiday romance by Beth Moran. Already better than this. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Thank everyone for listening. Uh, We'll see you next month. Or you'll hear us next month. Bye. 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 Bye.